an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And a hearty welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 838. Uh, Let's go to the community corkboard. You know, after all this time, no community corkboard theme music. I've really dropped the ball. Maybe it should be called Dropping the Ball should be the theme music. Dropping the ball, but picking it up for the corkboard. Oh, that's kind of catchy. Uh, the band Islands, headed by musician Nick Thorburn, has two shows in L.A. and New York coming up in December. There will be, there will be extra special shows. They will be uh, playing Return to the Sea in its entirety and have special guests and featured players. Tickets and info can be found at islandsareforever.com. Also, Tony M. writes, I'd like to ask the Nerdist community members to help support our Shadow Ridge High School band in Surprise, Arizona. Oh, man. How can you not... Make the pun, but they hear it all the time. It's like when people make fun of my last name, and I'm like, yeah, and I, my eyes just roll back into my head. <sighs> all right, surprise, Arizona. I'm not going to make a joke about surprise, Arizona. Although I just did. Um, I take it back. You have a great flag, Arizona. It's a real good flag. My Actually, my favorite flag in the United States is the Arizona flag. That is a gorgeous flag. It's nice. Soak it up. Anyway, Shadow Ridge is one of many schools that have been hit hard by budget cuts uh, to the arts programs. And despite this, they've grown each year and currently uh, have over 100 amazing students. This year, they have the opportunity to do their first out-of-state performance for the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. Uh, I'd like to ask people that he's asking to people to support by clicking on the donate link to their Band Booster website, which is srhsbandboosters.com. SRHSBandBoosters.org. All proceeds go to support the band, help pay for the Holiday Bowl trip, and also toward music instruments and all of the costs associated with uh, keeping the music program running. I'm clicking that link now. I'm going to start a paper route. No, that's from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But I actually am going to donate to this. Uh, And uh, it'd be nice if you did too. You don't have to. Hey, I know. Times are tough, man. But uh, kids. Kids, you guys. Kids playing music. There's a future... There's there's a future David Gates and Bread in there. There's a future. I'm just naming old bands from the 70s. There's a future Ambrosia in there somewhere. Gen Xers and or Baby Booners. Uh, millennials, take a powder. All right, Millennials, come back. I need you. I need you or my empire falls apart. Uh, this episode is a very special crossover episode with Anna Ferris and Sim Sarna. Uh, they had said, hey, do you want to come on Unqualified? And I said, hey, do you want to come on Nerdist? So we did, we did that. Uh, they came and did Nerdist, and then I went to Anna's house and did Unqualified. And uh, I adore these people. These people are the real fucking deal. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And it was really great to great to get to know her and make a new friend. And uh, we had a great time. So 
If you listen to this and you enjoyed the dynamic, God damn it, there's more. Go over to uh, Anna Ferris is Unqualified, which is over on iTunes, and you can sort of pick up uh, and hear the rest of... Well, yeah, they're connected. Yeah, so you can hear the rest of the conversation over there. Hear what it's like in our podcast studio, and then go, hey, what, do, what does it sound like when Chris and Anna talk in Anna's house? Well, you're covered. We can, uh, we, can, we can provide that for you. So listen to both. Spend your whole day listening to me gab with Anna Ferris and Sim Sarna, uh, but uh, they have a great operation over there. It's, it's very professional, actually. There's, a, there's like people, and uh, it's almost like a, a little crew of people who make that podcast happen. And uh, and it was it was super 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 fun. Uh, we we are we are cut from the same cloth, I believe, uh, and that cloth is dazzling and electric. So here you go. Uh, this is Anna Fer- This is Nerdist podcast is unqualified with uh, Anna Ferris and Sim Sarna. This episode uh, also brought to you by. Oh, and you should probably also watch Mom. Which is a show that uh, Anna is on with Allison Jenny, a former Nurse Podcast guest. So uh, watch that, listen to the podcast, listen to the other podcasts we did, and then uh, uh, just pledge uh, eternal loyalty to both of us, uh, if you don't mind. Divide, we'll divide your time up. So if you get bored of me, go to Anna and reverse, and then just keep ping ponging back and forth. We'd greatly appreciate um, your lifetime pledge of loyalty. All right, this is the Nurse Podcast number 838. Nerdist Podcast is unqualified. Katie Levine. You are qualified to please roll the thing. Now entering Nerdist.com. We just talk like people. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, the headphones. Do you do you feel trapped by the headphones? No, I actually. Like... I, it makes me feel like I'm doing something very intimate. Do you want headphones? You could have them. Really? You'd have to take mine. I have some. I have some. No, no, no. I don't want you to have to go to any. I, do have I, a might, <laughs> I might have some brand new ones in a box. I have a splitter. No, have... no, you guys know. Just do this. Okay. Just do this. Anyway. I'm, I'm in a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to go yes, wrong. Yes, this is not safe. <laughs> Why? Uh, I, there's no way you would ever remember this. But unless I completely am misremembering something, I feel like in 2002, I was at a place called the Brass Monkey, which was a oh karaoke boy. bar. Oh, boy. And... <laughs> Nothing crazy happened, but the bar was closing. This the reason I say 2002 is because I quit drinking in 2003. So I remember that I was drinking, and I feel like you were there. And I feel like you said to a group of people, "Come back to my apartment. We'll we'll keep hanging out." And, and we went to this place next to the Beverly to the um, yep Grove. Yep, the, you you got this right. I, I was yep, there babe, we... next to the Grove. <laughs> I remember this, and I God. remember at like 2:30 in the morning. Ringing your like a group of us were ringing your oh, apartment. No. And did we not let you in? And no one answered. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That, that's because I passed out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's all right. I probably passed out. No, that was that. so. I'm I'm so sorry. That's okay. Will you please come back? Yes. Someday? After this podcast, we're all gonna. I still live there. But it's only funny if you don't answer the door again. <laughs> then we get there like, God damn I'm it! So sorry. <laughs> that really, I, 
I, yes, I, I, I definitely have the tendency of getting swept up in the moment. And I think, like, <laughs> yep, I got a bunch of new best friends, and uh, it's all going to be good. And What was your karaoke jam? Oh, you know, I hate karaoke. Okay. Um, I hope you just got up on stage and said, I'm not going to sing a song. This is dumb. And fuck all you guys. What's your karaoke jam? Oh, I don't, I don't really do it much anymore. It was just a, I was in a small group at the time. And we went like every Monday night to Brass Monkey. I can't. Well, I can't sing, but but more than that, I'm like one of those karaoke singers that's. Um, I'm bad in in not like the like the most atrocious sort of flamboyant way. I'm just just bad. <laughs> it's in bad in a very unentertaining way. So in a place that where people are like, please get off the stage. But and... I feel like when people do that, they default to the I'll just do Baby Got Back, you know, because it's not singing and it's rap- and it's kind of funny. And yeah. Then if you nail it, they'll carry then, you out of there. Really? Yeah. But if you don't, now there's social media and they'll be like, Anna Ferris did not no, yeah. do a good job with Baby Got Back. And then it'll be on Snapchat and all over Instagram. There's no safe space that people know who you are. With so, but wait, you don't have a good karaoke go-to? Mm-hmm. No, no, not anymore. No. Not anymore. But what was it back in the day? It was Led Zeppelin. It, there was uh, maybe some... Uh, what else was there? Maybe some... Uh, Almost Paradise from the Footloose soundtrack. There was a little bit of... Uh... Almost Paradise. See? That sounds Fantastic. great. What, is the, what are you talking about? And you <laughs> know what it's like. Kensing. I didn't realize this just now. I was... I, I was uh, you had Ike Barinholtz on your podcast a while back, and you guys were trying to figure out the Family Ties theme, and I was shouting Thank at you the for fucking... listening to that, though. I was like, that's right. You yeah. can't... Chris, thank you. Of Wait, course. can you do it for us? Bet we've been together for a million years. And remember the spin? <laughs> yes, the Meredith Baxter Bernie spin. Yeah. And what, what, like Skippy what, was right when like Skippy ran. Yes. Through he ran through, and then there was all sorts of mayhem. And see, the the funny part was the family was super liberal, but their son was a Republican. Oh boy! I know, mm-hmm. boy! I tell you. But, That's uh, just how my son Jack's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> just a little red power tie. Tiny little red clip-on power Reagan tie. Reagan lover. Yeah. So what made you decide to start doing a podcast a year ago? I was going to ask you the same thing. What made me decide to start doing yes. a podcast? Well, I've been doing it for almost seven years now. I don't even I remember. No, but yeah, but how did you start? I started because... Um, I was tired of feeling like a piece of kelp in the ocean of the entertainment business. And also, when you're a stand-up, you if you feel like you need to get your voice into the world so people will come see you. And it was a, it was a period of time where there was not a lot of stand-up on television. And so a lot of comics just sort of bled through into podcasts because it was a way of kind of being ourselves. And so, yeah, I did it just as a rejection to but, the... And did you like order microphones and start at your house or oh, like? Yeah. yeah, I spent like a thousand dollars getting all the equipment, and I did. I there was a job I was a pilot that I thought was going to get picked up didn't get picked up. I got really mad, and as a reaction to that, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a podcast. Fuck you!" But podcasting wasn't podcasting like it is today. So when you started, you people were downloading your podcast from their on desktops. Rocks. 
and then just like coconuts, and we'd put a wire with cups. And but there was a way to, to measure, no, no, like, I, yeah, it was right after the time iTunes. Before that, it was very, yeah. very early adoptery, and there right. was this, there were these different file formats, and you'd have to have like a real player, and you, you know, there was like this. Ogborbis file format and you, people. It was very. It was like having a ham radio, and then iTunes kind of level. It's like flipped the playing field when they put it into iTunes, and it sort of it legitimized the platform and also just made it accessible to people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that that was it. So much for sorry. Now I need to interject my own. Interject like, your story. I asked you. I, it's I asked such you. An arrogant way to no. interject. <laughs> I asked Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to interrupt your story by what a, thanking you. But what if I told <laughs> my entire <laughs> podcast story? Then I was like, "Well, that's all the time we have." Thanks, guys, for being here. <laughs> no, I, I actually would probably save me from a lot of humiliation. <laughs> you know what, though? I think you will appreciate the fact now that you've been doing a podcast for about a year. It's so much easier to be a guest on a podcast. Oh my gosh! No pressure. I really was. Yes, really grateful to to come here. And to <laughs> she was like, just telling me that she just said, "You know what? How I feel fantastic because I don't have to. I don't have to run the podcast. You don't have to drive it. it. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no pressure. Exactly. You're just a passenger, but, and people want to know about but you. But now that I'm here, though, honestly, I feel pretty nervous. What are you nervous? No, no. This is the most comfortable, warm. Uh, no, I know, I know that on a fundamental level. But you know, on the other level, it also feels like. I guess this is another space where you where you do feel, which is the beauty of doing podcasts, but you do feel um, a different level of exposure. Sure. You, you know, when you're an actor, you get to hide behind, you know, words and faces and whatnot. Right. Um, anyway. So yeah. And, and also, you know, before podcasting, there really wasn't a medium that was this accessible that opened up this much of people that you would see but didn't really know much about you know unless someone got on charlie rose or inside the actor studio or mm-hmm. npr but you know but this this scale of like oh what's that person like in a conversation for an hour I mean, howard stern has been doing that for a long time so he's one yes. of the few he's right the, he's sort of the godfather of the style yes I, I would say of just having a conversation and just seeing how Absolutely. people react where it's not really in interview per se it's more of just a conversation yeah, getting exactly. to know someone Exactly. He will, though, he's, he's really funny. At, people just expect that he's just going to hit them with questions and put them on the spot. Right. And they just answer because he's Howard. He just yeah. has a very specific magic about him. But do you like what made you decide to start doing a podcast? Well, I want to answer that question, but I also want to sort of what if I was if I were if I were to Howard Stern you. OK. And ask you like. How many vibrators I put in my butt? Yeah, like, so, Chris. Uh, yes, Howard. <laughs> uh, come on. What? Like, uh, you know, come on, tell me. Like, seriously, like, do you like bush? Do you like <laughs> wax? Like, do you like, like, asshole? Well, do you I, like I, pussy? Um, like, do you like I coming mean, on the tits, coming on the face? Are, Howard, uh, or like, what? Like, are what? delightful things. I suppose. I mean, how They're could all I delightful. pick a preference? That's yes. your yes. All right. yes. All right. It's like pizza or ice cream. I don't know. Like, they're both delicious. I, I don't know. I'm not really getting much out of you, Chris. <laughs> is it? Is it? Are, are, are bushes coming back? Well, that's been the big topic of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they, they did, they'll probably talk about it on the debate Sunday, I'm sure. Oh, God willing. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bush already got cut out of it. His last name is the same thing as the thing. Is it? We actually did talk about that on our podcast, actually, about yeah. the Bush coming the back. Bush back. My is gynecologist it? told me that the Bush is back. <laughs> and, and better than ever. And I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like partly through lasering or whatnot. Look at my sweet, sweet Dom. She's like, oh, hooray. So, you, so, glad so you're halfway through this process. Yeah, and I sort of stopped. But um, I don't know. What, what's a woman supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? I think you're supposed to laser the words class of 84 or class of 92 uh, down there. and just Class have... of 92? Yeah. Well, what year did you graduate high school? 94. Ah, fuck. Well, then class of 92 would be a very <laughs> Did you really thing. think? No, 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 no. Oh, that's I didn't cool. Know. That's cool, Chris. I just automatically so go to class of 84 your, because... Dear it... diary, Chris Hardwick clearly did his research. <laughs> I am now 43 years old, feeling great about myself and my huge-ass bush. <laughs> class of 84 just sounds cool. Like, whatever it is, like, whether or not you're a class of 84. Right, class of 84. Well, no, I, I know you're significantly We'll debate this later. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have this Bush no, high wait, school what debate. Was, wait, what year did you graduate? 89. Oh, you mm-hmm. look young. Well, I'm wearing TV makeup, to be fair. I got to tell you, you look very handsome. Well, my gosh, thank you so much. I should wear this all the time. I am known as the great complimenter. <laughs> no, you're a much better complimenter than I. No, you. Oh, darn it, Chris Hardwick. He's already trumping me. So what is the, what is the, uh, what's the theory behind let's go back to Bush's? Is there, if your gynecologist is like, they're back, is there a... I don't know. That was my question. And so you're... You said, without getting too personal, yeah. you, but you offered the information. So no, you're, sure. you said you're halfway through this process. Yes. So what made you say, because I don't think I could ever have someone aim a laser at my area and feel comfortable with that not going sideways. What do you mean? Like, just a laser at your area feels, even if they say it's okay, still feels dangerous in some way. Well... Yeah, doesn't it hurt? That, not not that bad. Not as bad as waxing. Okay, but um, but I think the more of the thing is is like, man, now you see all these cool like hipster people with uh, you know women that are owning their body hair in an amazing way. It's like armpits and you know pubic and like leg hair, and it's like this is me and like. Fuck you, dick, if you don't accept it. Right. And I love that mentality. And I wish that, and now I'm like the sellout who's like, oh, I'm just, I guess I'm conforming to whatever the men might like. You could get a variety of Merkins to, for, to suit oh. any mood. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> let's, let's back this up. Okay. So yes. my husband comes home <laughs> from uh, an extended. You know, whatever, work. Yeah. He's been working, let's say, on Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure, 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 sure. I've heard of it. Yeah, sure. And uh, he comes home, and he's like, babe, what happened to all your vagina hair? <laughs> Which is and a very clinical thing to say to your wife. That's when I, I'm like, sweetheart, don't worry. You take a shower. I'll unpack your bags. Don't worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, while he thinks I'm unpacking his bags, I have uh, my sweet hair lady come in. Glue Merkins, right? To in the my shape vagina. of Baby Groot. <laughs> in the shape of 
<laughs> baby Groot. And, uh, you know. Because, you know, he's just uh, been at work, so he's going to think that's hilarious. It's, it's all So he's good. taking a very long shower for this process. To, you've hidden a person to come I in? Don't know, right? I don't know. I'm asking you, Chris. You, Is I, this what men want? What do men want? <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> I don't know. I personally think a Groot Merkin would be the best thing in the world. A Groot a Groot Merkin. A Groot, yeah. Would be the best thing in the world. Like a small tree that dances. Yes! 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 An animatronic Groot Merkin. Okay, now you're saying Katie, that park that domain this is going this to get Chris Hardwick hard. Yes, this is all... Because I'll tell you what, even if you're like, at a certain point, you're like, all right, well, this is just getting in the way. It, there's a certain amount of like, hey, that was a fun thing to do. Because guys... There's that. Yeah, what turns a man on? That's the mystery. Um, I don't. Because I really think that it might be like a bear vagina. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not complicated, so I just think like doing it is great. Like I don't have a lot of. I don't have. That's to, why like, you're a wonderful man. I have to. I'm pretty great, but I don't have to like. <laughs> I don't. You know. I don't have to fool my area into thinking. Oh, we're in a. You know, we, we've been imprisoned on a space colony and we're being forced to breed to create more human. Like, I don't have to. Oh. Although now that I think about it, it's pretty hot. But, uh, yeah, I don't really. I'm not complicated that way. I am very vanilla. I am exceptionally vanilla. So I just don't really have a lot of like the fact that my wife wants to have sex with me is a huge is great. I got to tell you, I'm the same way. I, like I don't care about like grooming. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just I I just want like cuddly love. Yeah. And, like you know, sure a good boning now and then. <laughs> but, I mean, sure, sure. But, but I don't need any like I'm not. I, I'm so self absorbed that I don't <laughs> I don't care about the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever going to finish the lasering process? <sighs> probably not. I I mean, no, probably not. Do you think I should? I don't have no, a insecure. I don't get a vote <laughs> and I don't have an opinion I'm on I'm the sorry that we got on this whole I don't mind at all. I don't like, mind I don't at all. Know. I'm I think sorry. it's a good It feels think, like it's boring. It's not <laughs> Who wants to hear about my labia hair? <laughs> I mean, People are probably, like, dudes are crashing their cars listening to this. I wish, if it were sexy, but it's not, I, you know what, wait, let me, let me pitch a sexier version of it. Okay. Hey, Chris. Hello. Oh, oh my that... God, it's so good to be here on your podcast. Oh. I just want to tell you about all my, my vaginal pubic hair. <laughs> I'm getting removed. Guys don't have an equivalent of that, though. There's no. No, come on, uh, you could do it. Come on. Hey, Anna. Great that you. Is that a sort of like? Is that an animatronic group market? (laughs) No. What's interesting to me is that I think there are a lot of women who think that. I I don't know if they've just been with douchebags or whatever, like guys who are not cool. But, you know, but sometimes, you know, like, oh, don't, it's not, I don't know, are you sure you like it down there? It's like, yeah, we do. It's great. We like everything about it. I love that. We like everything about it. I think women need to hear that more because we're, you know, we're so much sort of, um, I don't know, I feel like there's, there's so much of like the porn, 
we're so inundated with the the like the the beautiful women that are in porn that we know that our men probably watch or whatever and i i just feel you know like like most women like oh gosh like do we are we supposed to look like them sound like them no sounding like them that's a big thing but see that's like thinking that if you're watching vampire diaries that everyone should be a vampire like i think people know that it's a heightened do you want to make love to vampires a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah i do Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You're cool. <laughs> Just want to fuck a couple vampires. No big deal. <laughs> They're dead. It's not cheating. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I feel like, uh, I feel like people need to be okay with the fact that a guy, women I think need to understand, like a guy is just happy to be in that zone at all. And it you don't have to, and and I would I would also... Because I've, you know, I've, I've talked to people before, like women who are friends of mine who are like, I don't know. It's like, why would a guy like going down there? I wouldn't. I'm like, D- but you don't think about it like you. It's not. You just have to trust that a guy enjoys that experience. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Be proud you're, of your vagina, girl. Absolutely correct. Thank you. I agree oh. with everything you're saying. Thank Will you, you. Can this podcast be called Be Proud of Your Gina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by stamps.com. <laughs> Why wait at the mailbox? Speaking of boxes. <laughs> Katie. Is this where we can edit you're... this out? No, no, that is. Oh, really? Standard. Oh, <laughs> yes. I like that. Yes. that but if we were on. If, if it was us, yeah, I'd be like editing that part out. Maybe. <laughs> no, maybe. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably keep that in. Mm, yeah. How have you enjoyed the process for the last year? It's been terrifying Why? and wonderful, but terrifying. I, I, I think that um, we, you know, we sort of, we, Sim and I started this, the podcast is as a hobby and. Anna Ferris is unqualified. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, great job hybrid. getting unqualified.com and unqualified on Twitter. How did Why? you know about that? Yeah. Because I know about these things. That's right. really you try good. To buy it? Were you were you the That's one who was great. there? Was actually an article <laughs> domains.com. I didn't even know that was a thing, but they they put out an article that said that uh, Anna Ferris has just acquired un, uh, unqualified.com. This is a and they talked about why it's a big deal. It was strange that there was a, a, a website reporting on the fact that we acquired a domain. It is very, very exceptional good. SEO. It is very. <laughs> It, it it speaks very highly of your brand that it didn't have to be Anna Ferris Unqualified dot TV, you right. know, or whatever. Like you actually got unqualified dot com. That's a big deal. That is a I think it was because some domain. idiotic like domain like holder <laughs> namer, you know, those people that buy yeah, up the things. They were domain holder namers. We were lucky enough that we nobody, you know, that we were under the radar enough that <laughs> Yeah, we still have to pay us. for it, of course. Yeah, we, yeah but yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't cheap. Well, people will give you all sorts of like when you're looking for a domain. Like if you right. find a domain that you want, and someone has it, you know, like a, a someone's parked a bunch of names, and they'll go, "Well, I don't know, man. I got a lot of interest around this one. I could probably sell for like eighty grand." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, I've legitimately yeah. said, like, you know, if you could do that, you should definitely go do that. And then they'll come back and go, "Well, how about 40 I'm like, "Hmm." Completely. What happened to the 80 guy, <laughs> you know? And then do they just sort of, they'll keep coming back, and then eventually... What have you found, because we're, we're only, what, 11 months into this yeah. podcast yeah. journey? What have you found, what's been 
from your perspective, the most rewarding elements? What have you gotten out of it? Um, for me, it's been it's something that's entirely mine. Um, I take responsibility for all of it, like the good stuff and the things that I fuck up. I take responsibility for all of it. I like that ownership. And it's been an exceptional way to trick people that I respect into having hour-long conversations with me, which has been remarkable. Um, and now that we're four, almost 500 episodes in. I wow. Congratulations. It. Is that five? We're almost 500. 488 or something? That's, that's amazing. That's unbelievable. And you're not bored. Like, oh, shit. We're at almost 900 episodes. Wait, what? Bored or wrestling? Like, do you ever, does it, when does it, be, did it become a chore? Like, it only ever, it's it's only times when someone's coming in and I don't I don't really know them that like well. Me? No, not at all because I know. <laughs> Except remember when you showed up at my apartment and I didn't let you in. <laughs> yep, I'm that's sorry right. About that, this is revenge. Uh, <laughs> it's what was killing me last year is that I was doing, you know, I was working essentially seven days a week on a few different shows, and then we were posting three episodes a week, which meant that I was recording five oh. to seven episodes a Ooh. week. And, like, jumping out of rehearsal from this show, coming in, having a conversation with someone that I didn't know very well, and then going back to work, and then after the show, coming back and doing another one. Like, my brain was just it, – it, it does require – I think – I don't know if people really understand, and now that you, you know, it does require quite a bit of focus to not – And, like, so, and sometimes, you know, sometimes people are – naturally very interesting and you you can't help but be very curious about them but then there are also other people that it takes a lot to sort of draw out right. of i mean you just got right out of me my pussy here <laughs> <laughs> which is the most fascinating thing about me <laughs> there were lasers involved i mean that's amazing that is amazing but uh it it has been incredibly it has been one of the most rewarding things that i've ever done and i imagine that has to be true for you as well right yeah uh, yeah i think that it's um especially we um you know i'm on this wonderful show called mom oh yes um thanks thanks everyone know we know it's it's a it's a (laughs) she she was also on too allison janney was also on. oh and she she's she's amazing i love her so much but um but i was feeling the need for like a you know a very like a creative outlet and so I thought, well, I, I'm going to order some microphones off of Amazon. And then Sam, my dear friend, uh, agreed to come on board. And he's actually – you've been the powerhouse through the whole thing. Oh, thank you. I just sort of – No, that's not true. Oh, my but... God. You sound so fake right now. Because <laughs> you know that it's so fucking true. You, you've done everything. She's, you've given me the most All amazing opportunity. Like, Are show you kidding up and me? talk about myself right. and my pussy hair. And you're doing amazing So that's every episode. <laughs> Every episode is... I pride myself on... <laughs> God. What a cheap joke. I'm sorry. Um, but no, no, you're in the right place for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're 100% in the right place. You're among friends. Please. But no, it's been really... It's been wonderful in the... in the uh, Getting a chance to have a sense of creative control, a sense of liberation, um, and also getting to know people that I really admire on a different level than I wouldn't, you know, I've, uh, you know, normally been able to. And in my weird living room, I really hope I'm not to put you too much on the spot. You can edit this out. But um, will you please <laughs> come to my weird living room? Yes, of course I will come to your amazing. weird living room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then I'll just I'll just be the guest. I would dear, love that. Dear Diary, Chris Hardwick just agreed to come on my podcast. 
I can't believe you brought a diary with you and you're furiously write writing yeah, in the diary. And the, what are you writing now? Also, he's a Scorpio. So close. Sagittarian. Yes. No way, me too. No, me too. Oh my God, Sagittarius. Oh, the Archer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's, the Archer. Your, what's your birthday? November 23rd. I'm November 29th. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Oh, We're creative. We're leaders. Yeah. Nobody fucks better We're than centaurs. us. centaurs. <laughs> right? Centaurs Isn't that what you've heard? Wax. They'd have to wax their whole body. What have you a, heard? a waxed centaur would be but weird. But seriously, what have you heard about our... Our, our kind? Yes. We're loyal. <laughs> adventurous. Um, we take chances. We're um, horse people. Uh, who are good with a true, bow and true, arrow? True, true. <laughs> I don't know. Super true. Um, I, you know, I, I, I just feel like anything you say about anyone's sign, they're gonna go, "Oh my god, that's so me." When I was in college, I did this. I was really angry in college. <laughs> what were you we, angry at? I, you know, the world. Sure. Fuck yeah. 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 I went to a huge school and. Uh, I lived in the dorms. Anyway, but I would do this thing. And it. this is how angry I was. I had private jokes with myself. <laughs> so like, that's, a, that's a lonely, angry person. And, so you could just walk around and go, <laughs> and no one would know what yes, you were like yeah, snarking about? Totally. Yeah. And I had a deck of cards. And I would, uh, at parties, I would say like, pick a card like to whatever random person and they would draw like the nine of spades and I would say oh okay this means that you are really creative um, and but you, there's some obstacles that you have in your life and you're not quite sure how to get over them because you're feeling a lot of pressure from a different area I'm not quite sure if that's your parents or if that's like your <laughs> professor and my whole thing I would say the same thing about every card and I would giggle internally because most people would be like, oh, my God, that's right. That's right. It's actually a really ugly thing that <laughs> I did. To privately punk other people without yes. ever revealing to them that Th- you secretly yeah, loathe their existence? Yeah, that's a lonely, miserable person. But it's good in retrospect? How? I don't know. <laughs> but I do think it'd be funny if you just went up to people on the set now and be like, No, it's, car, it's like asshole. one of those things It's like, no, it's just bro. It was just, it, you know, it's but but it is a reflection of who like the struggle that I was going through at that time. Did you get over a lot of that? I think so. Did performing help you? Yes. Yes, yeah. get rid of some of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that rage. You know, turns out all I had to do was move to Hollywood and become a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> so simple, you guys. Step one, two, three. Yeah. Anna Ferris is one step. Um, if you guys need help with your depression or anger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the, the goop or whatever, the, the Gwyneth Paltrow, like. If you're having problems in your relationship, just have your second assistant bring you solid gold steaks. Easy peasy. Yeah, super easy. <laughs> Come on, guys. What's the problem? Just don't. Just get. Just have money. What's the? I don't understand. Just have more money. What's the problem? But I think that a lot of creative people came from a place of loneliness, or at least I did. Well, I 100% agree with that because I think people who are innately creative, if they weren't, because when you're young, if everyone is, if you have a, if you have a robust social life, 
If you're popular, if you're popular, what's that like? I don't know. I was never popular, but I, but I think you're forced to be more introspective because you have to tell yourself stories and justify why you don't fit in with everyone else. And uh, and I think the people who don't have to do that peak early, and they are never really conditioned to have to be creative because everything is just kind of given to them. And I think creative people, you know, I think it's I think it's it's good the creativity is sort of a byproduct of having to um exist chris did you go back to your high school reunions no and i went to three different high schools because my family moved when i was in high school three times and i did not go to any of them you didn't Mm-mm. do you ever regret that or i mean I, I, no did you go to yours i went to my 20th you did yeah how was it it was a solid uh, B minus. <laughs> B minus is a pretty good grade. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't horribly. Aw- it wasn't awful. But and, and the relieving thing was, sorry, that it that it did um, confirm. And this is a really self absorbed way of looking at it. But it confirmed what I thought that I was. Like people confirmed to me my own perception of myself in high school which was that at the time I was I was really quiet I was really short I wore headgear um and that's what people <laughs> said back to me like oh yeah I remember like you were really quiet or like can't believe you like you know whatever went to Hollywood I remember you in headgear and that was oddly very comforting to me um but then I sort of realized I guess this is sort of I guess this was what I was looking for out of this night. And I, you know, when people told me sort of their, some of their stories, but at the same time, there's so much posturing, at least of mine, that um, I didn't feel like I got a ton of um, honesty out of a lot of people, I guess. I don't know. Well, I would imagine your reunion is basically like a Facebook page where you want everyone to see the most elevated version of you because you need everyone to know like hey i'm okay i did it you know like everyone everyone would be doing that i would imagine at a reunion i don't know i didn't i didn't go to one i I think yeah it it was odd i remember you were talking to me about that and you were talking about how um you were kind of you were hope you weren't really hoping for people to come up to you and say oh my god congratulations on all your and you and you didn't invite chris on purpose right but then you felt really comfortable when chris came in can you, I remember. I remember. I really. When you told me this, I was really. Chris did. Um, my husband did come because uh, the um, re- reunion was up in Edmonds, Washington, and it was a. It was a really nice night. But I. I hadn't kept kept in touch with anybody. But um. And and I had asked Chris to maybe stay behind. So poor Chris is with my sweet parents. Um, probably watching Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the original, um, old school, Jack really, McCoy. Okay, uh, good. There's only one way my parents do it. <laughs> yep. uh, I love you, mommy and daddy. Um, but uh, but Chris came to pick me up after a couple hours in, and I do. Guardians of the Galaxy had just come out, and he came sort of walking through like the local bar um, door, and it did feel. I, I know that this is like very exaggerated in my head, but. It did feel like all the heads were swiveling, and I had like my the lion of I don't know the pack like swooping through the door and like putting his arm around me and being like ready to go. 
like, bye, everybody. <laughs> I gotta go home with this lion. Yes. It is a strange thing, and that kind of... I mean, obviously, people knew who you guys were before that, but now that you've been working for a while, and you've been in a bunch of really big things, and now he's in this, in a bunch of big stuff, I mean, it's such a strange... Do people treat you guys differently now? Is it weird, or do you feel normal? I don't feel normal, but I don't know if I ever have. But <laughs> maybe that's a longer discussion. <laughs> Pick um, a card. <laughs> no, it, it, like it is an odd, it's an odd thing, and I'm and I know that you can probably relate to this. The idea that um, sometimes it feels. Um, Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it just shouldn't be valued as much as it is. Like there's a like a fraudulent feeling sure. about um, about what we do and about fame and about all this stuff. At the same time, it's it can be really addictive, um, and you find yourself in your ugliest moments being like. Why didn't we get that table out the window? <laughs> you know, like, and, and and you have to, right? I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Maybe I don't know. But um, that's a very human thing, though. And I don't. And I don't. I think anyone in that situation would feel the same. But the important thing is not is being able to catch yourself and go, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm gross. Oh, yeah, gross. yeah I'm a disgusting person who has vagina hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? That's You know what? I, I'm so sorry. That's if you didn't get is. the table, you should just say to the matri, that is because of my pussy hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my pussy hair. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sprinkle all of your fucking salads <laughs> with my pussy hair. I'm going to pluck them out one by one. <laughs> Sneak into the kitchen. It's just in on TMZ. <laughs> yeah. Ferris douses hundreds hair. of salads with her own pubic hair. Who doesn't want that? At a that? popular LA eatery. <laughs> you want this all gone? Is this what you want? I don't know what, has, what is happening. It should be a sushi restaurant, too. Like, <laughs> just all That's when it would really get noticed. salad. Yep. Uh, gross. But it is, a, it is good to... It is good to remember that. I don't think there's anything wrong with being human as long as, you know. But I also feel like, doesn't the fact that you have a child now, does that keep you more grounded and be like, oh, wait, this is the thing that's really important, not all that other stuff? I, yeah. (laughs) That didn't sound real. <laughs> Let me do my best acting. Um, no, no, it it does for sure. And, and you know, I think that, um, Chris and I both grew up in Washington State, and so we have, like, we have, I mean, what we really want to do, honestly, Chris, mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel like joining us. Well, please, uh, whatever it is. Are you sure? I, yeah, you want to sign I, I don't even know what I it is, and already I'm Are reaching you, uh, for my pen really? to sign this contract. You sort of aren't. Okay, all right, all right, all right, here we go. Let's <laughs> see what's in here. Here we go. Archery set. I want to uh, make like an artisan goat cheese (laughs) up in Washington State. I would like to have a small blueberry farm, maybe some blackberries, maybe some huckleberries. Yeah. Um, I build a small amphitheater so uh, I can constantly, I I definitely need attention Mm -hmm. at any given time. Yeah. So I'll put on local plays. 
I'll force my children or child <laughs> to uh, watch me and or perform. I'm hoping you'll join. I, I would love to. This, by the way, sounds like a good idea. Thank you. And right? you can Not have so a, you can have a couple rides ponies. there. A berry-go-round. Like a merry-go-round, but instead of ponies with fucking berries. I love it. That you could ride berries. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, I've it does. I've said a lot of shit that doesn't make any sense tonight. It really but does. that is the thing that makes zero sense. I want you to go into your mind palace, as Sherlock Holmes calls a it. Bear, okay, so children are riding, what, big strawberries? What are they riding? Well, you said... Huckleberries, huckleberries, blackberries. Yeah, I'm talking farms. I'm blueberries. Not, I'm talking like so bushes. So imagine a carousel. Okay, all right. But I'm instead with you. of the ponies, uh-huh. it's like a blackberry. So the children are riding like on a thorny blackberry bush. Or- you got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Sold. Ow, daddy. Shut up. <laughs> There's nothing else to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Either pick berries or ride one. I don't give a fuck. Oh. You're the reason we divorced. What? Uh, like it's just really awkward. Chris Hardwick with the money clenching scheme of the. Uh, the... Katie, park berry go round ASAP. Get dot TV. Get dot gov. But I'm serious. You're I... coming with me to the camp in the island, right? I'm telling you, I understand what you're saying because I watch a lot of HGTV. And I uh, you like you just see like a small town where someone's trying to buy a house. And you're like, what a nice ranch! Of just, there's a population like a thousand people there. Don't you think that HGTV HGTV is like the Sesame Street of? It's like there's like a, the numbing in the in the best of ways. Oh yeah, but like the comforting aspect of of like a children's television program. Well, yes, because basically it is low impact story arcs. <laughs> You know that no matter what happens, it's probably going to work out for these assholes and their stupid ideas about getting rid of a bathroom on the ground floor because they want more open space concept. And you just know, like, you you just go, which of these three dwellings are these people that I don't care about going to pick? What's it going to be? The stone fireplace wall or the one with the beams what not, is it not the beams not, not the beams no, not the beams oh god no oh don't take out that wall oh yay another distressed farm sign on your wall everyone's house looks like anthropology i wish my in fact your your studio sort of looks well this is star wars wallpaper which i have not seen in an anthropology but i will give you that the paper mache hippo head is very much it just looks really stylish. I can't wait for you to come over to my place and you will say, this is not stylish. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a real hodgepodge. <laughs> but it's You'll see the of... messiness of my mind is that, as soon as you come over. That's well, the, maybe you've already seen it. The hodgepodge <laughs> is, is all like that's an expression of your, of your brain, the way your brain works. It's, it's out of lazy. It's a combo of laziness and like lack of vision. You know, <laughs> like right? Knows. Yeah, oh, I, I love it. Yeah, I just, it's like I, it's so tacky. It's like it's strange. It's weird. There's it's, a lot of yeah things just but don't weird belong and not in, certain in like places, a but. cool hipster way. Just weird and like a oh, this person is fucked up. <laughs> See, I don't know. I mean, you're my wife and I live in 
a design aesthetic I called uh, Victorian gentleman's serial killer. Oh, what so does that mean? It just means it's like our house is like an old natural history museum. Wait a minute. We have that. We have lots of bugs. Yeah, yes. We've got lots of dead animals. Taxidermy? Yes. Tons. No way. Yeah, way. Sagittarius! Get it! Woo! Yeah, we have tons of old taxidermy and a bunch of old... and. Sorry. Lydia keeps buying horror props, so we have, like, gremlins and exorcist dummies. and I'm coming over to your house, and hopefully you'll let me in. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you in. Not like this you time. left me out there. I can't believe it. I can't believe Next this is your memory of me. In the morning. I'm so sorry. Erewhon was closed. I couldn't even pay $30 for a juice shot. Ah. There was nothing for me to do. I'm so sorry. Right. And I must have been, I really must have been like, come on back. Here's my address. I, I Call feel like me. no one answered the phone. Or maybe did someone answer and just go, oh, we're here for the, what? Like, I don't know. It, oh, it was, God. It was like I'm one of so those sorry. Of no, I apologize for my behavior at the time. I probably sure had some NyQuil. I <laughs> <laughs> sweet to laugh that hard that's should i should i make that into a stand-up routine you you chasing alcohol with nyquil is a very it was sounded very funny really yeah i mean it's not should a I good do thing again? to do i wouldn't do it should i attempt this as like a stand-up no, no. i mean i wouldn't do it as stand-up but you could tell oh. you could tell the story okay you could talk about the story all right, all right. well i'm working on my stand-up routine are you gonna ever do live do you like doing live stuff i mean like <laughs> you, you, you've done theater before i've done theater but but there's always the comfort of hiding behind a character i i don't know i've never been a stand-up i, I don't feel know like how to as do you that. get as as you as your comfort level grows with your podcast and you're used to being yourself I feel like that will change. I get more and more arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything, Courtney Love. <laughs> you really, you did. You listened. Yes, I know. I know things. Okay, wait. Tell me what what advice can you give us? Um, in terms of like, like what have you learned from tough guests? What have you learned from? Oh, I have a good one for you. Okay, great. I have a good one. Okay, good. And I'm sure my podcast audience is tired of hearing it, but fuck you guys. This is for Anna and Sim. Thank you. Um, I So uh, in 2013, I think, I think it was 2013, I've been doing the podcast for a few years, getting kind of cocky. Might be pretty good at this. Doing this for a while. Haven't really hit any rough patches. So then we get Harrison Ford. I'm like, wow, Harrison Ford is going to be crazy. And it was, uh, it was, it was not good uh it was kind of disastrous because he's very tricky he's kind of like a horse in that if he senses fear he does not because it from his point of view you should be qualified to be talking to i mean it's like he and he's not wrong but he just started to tighten up a bit uh or it was marijuana i don't know um allegedly but uh something happened and it just started to not go well and i was just too nervous and I couldn't pull out of it because my I couldn't mash the fan. Can down. I be you and you could be Harrison? Sure. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Harrison. What? Oh my God! This is this is just amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Chris. This is so cool. Like this is. Is there surreal. a question in the future? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a series of statements. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so what I wanted to ask you was, um. So early on, uh, you know, you uh, were, you know, a, ca- a carpenter and, and uh, oh. uh, 
Um, but what, what do you think like your most rewarding role has been to date? This. This has been my most rewarding role to date. <laughs> no, wait, Having was to he pretend that? Was he like that I aggressive? give nine shits about everything that's happening here <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, Harrison, you're really funny. <sighs> really? Was he that Sometimes aggressive? I just gouge my own fucking eyes out. Sometimes I just want to dig them out no. with a melon ball. It no. wasn't like that. Was it no, really no, like no, that? No. No, no. no it, it, what it was. By the way, your question was way better than anything I said. Uh, it was just a lot of me going. Do you know how hard it is not to ask you about Indiana Jones and, and Han Solo? And he's like, try harder. You know, it was a oh lot of that God. stuff. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of that oh. stuff. So oh. it, he, I think he is amused by people getting uncomfortable around him, and it's kind of entertaining to him. And, but, you know, it was my fault. I, I don't blame him at all. I totally dropped the ball. But the lesson that I learned from that experience was never be afraid of your guests. And I've never been afraid of someone since. What about me? I'm not, afra- I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. Oh, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> on occasion, I provide my own Foley work. Because <laughs> Katie wasn't on it. We don't have a soundboard that has all sorts of fun morning show sound effects. Sam, you told me he was going to be afraid. Uh, by the way, this is so much more low budge than I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm no. so I'm happy about it. I'm Damn. so excited about this. I was expecting, I was expecting like someone like in a booth back there and a few other like engineers and this. You have the same setup we have. This is amazing. I'm no. so excited. Wait a minute. It's just no. Three microphones and a runaway girl that I picked up near the Target at the West Hollywood Gateway, <laughs> who brought her dog because they don't have a home. All right, they don't have a home. I Fuck like, you, man. I like this slamming. I know. I'm sorry. Louder is always funnier. That's what I say. Louder is always funnier. That's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Oh, you came back in. For a you, woman. After you watched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you guys laughed oddly hard at that. No. That, okay, I mean, no, I, that can be misinterpreted. For sure. I am funny. No, no. I know that can be misinterpreted, but that was not. Uh, yeah. No, no. It was funny. No, it was funny. It was funny. It was very funny. I'm very funny. I'm very funny. When did you realize you funny. were funny, though? Because you Just, said if you were kind of a shut-in in, in high school. She never thought she was funny. Or her roommate said you weren't funny. Wait, what was that story you told me once about your roommate? Yeah, my college roommate told me. After you got scary movies. Well, all college yeah. roommates are horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she. But she. But I. I but I really. I like this woman a lot. We. She's my only friend. Um. I have no friends. But. Uh. But she did tell me after I got scary movie. I called her and I said, Claire, I. I got this comedy. It's a spoof movie. I don't know what I'm doing. And she said. Oh my God, Anna, you are not funny. <laughs> and I said, I know, I know. And I really didn't like. Like I told you, I didn't take it as an insult. It was just like, yeah, I'm like fucking, I'm fucking <laughs> stuck. What the fuck do I do? I'm gonna get fired. Um, and then that movie was huge. And then it just a string of. But I know you did dramatic stuff too. Barely. I sort of did like some comedic. Well, I did whatever. Do you want to? Should we talk about Heidi? My lead role in the musical Heidi at the Issaquah <laughs> Village Theater, or let's talk about Scout to Kill a Mockingbird, also at the Issaquah or Village that, Theater. Or uh, that uh, laugh out loud comedy, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh, but no, but like I, I but I, I, yeah, I was a part of like a couple of of those of dramatic things, but I was also I was a comedic relief in those things. But comedy has given me a lot of. Uh, uh, 
many gifts in a way that I did not anticipate. And I feel really grateful for that. And ask why, if you don't mind at this point. <clears throat> Anna, why? Well, I'll tell you, Chris. Thank you for asking. Um, actually, but truly, though, the ability to sort of laugh at myself a little bit more on a personal level and also in the challenge of it is it's pretty you know making people laugh is incredibly difficult and I feel yeah I don't know grateful that Hollywood sort of that that's it, that it's been my journey are you real serious and in regular life what do you think I don't <laughs> know you're hurting me how <laughs> Anna let me go how I bruise Are easily. you real serious, Chris? I don't know. Let's flip the tables. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am serious, and I feel like I'm super boring. No. Yeah, in real no. life, I feel like I'm super boring. So that is the key, though, to an interesting person, I think. Mm. Somebody who thinks that they're... Who's, if you suspect that you're boring, that means you're interesting. I get the rule of opposites that you're throwing down, and I appreciate it, but I really do feel like I'm, I'm kind of a boring... Fuck! No, you have a fucking hit podcast yeah uh, you're you've like won emmys you you're fucking king of the castle i don't know of I'm... interest <laughs> <laughs> ah castle interest <laughs> it's so good to be entering through the side of the castle because that's more interesting than the front of the castle i'm not Ooh, could i be your daddy your daughter at the king like, mm-hmm. be, yeah be, um, yeah you can be my daughter hey dad what daddy what where do I go potty again? In the duck pond. This is castle interesting. Not There's the a moat. duck pond inside. I'm not going in the moat, Daddy. And freeze. Okay, <laughs> now. And <laughs> I feel like we're just freezing. Really? Did the moat stop anybody? Um, A lot of alligators got in. I don't know. Other than that, I don't think most people. I mean, if you're a knight and you're in full armor... Can you could you wade across a moat without having hot oil dumped on you? Or? Sim could easy peasy for him. Really? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I can wade. I'm a good wader. <laughs> <laughs> that's on your resume of like special yes. skills: English, Australian accents, wading, uh, moat mastery. <laughs> but maybe you, you is that what they used to do? Is like fill the moat with sewage? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know if they filled it with sewage. I thought they just filled it with like. Alligators and you know, we're t- we are talking about like you know the United Kingdom. Yeah, back in the yeah day. So mm-hmm. yeah, alligators. We just got them on Amazon alligators. from the actual Amazon. <clears throat> they shipped them over mm-hmm. before. Yep. Yeah, that's where they sent all those he boats sure out. Sure knows a lot. They sent all those boats out to conquer countries <laughs> and to bring alligators back for their murder moats. But wasn't it really just sort of a harvesting ga- ground, like ground for like like sewage and like stuff, so people couldn't? Oh yeah, it was probably super gross and super dirty. And I, whenever I watch, you know, it's like when I, when I watch time travel stuff, and I, as people go back in time, like first of all, you would spend the first hour throwing up from the odors that are not indigenous to your time, because everyone is filthy by comparison. Chris, if you were a no, you probably have answered this a gazillion times, but if you were to go back in time or to be a time traveler, where would you go? <laughs> well, that's a really interesting question, Anna. I've spent much time thinking about it. Uh, where would I go? I'd probably, first of all, I'd go, back to, I'd go back to the UK in the 1960s. 
Like right. Oh, all right. Right when you know it's like a lot of free like, love. Yeah, like that. Austin so, Powers time. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, a lot of creativity, a lot of music, a lot of great. You know, a lot yeah. of great television. Like the UK just seemed like right. an amazing place in the '60s. Um, then I would. Where else would I go? I don't know. Roman Empire. I feel like I want to go back to the Roman Empire. See what their deal was. Then maybe, yeah, all right. maybe go back. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Where would you go? Well, I got to tell you, as a woman, it's really hard to sort of relate to a better time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Right. Like, uh, you know what? I'd actually like to jump 50 years into the future. You would? Yeah. Just when we've eliminated your gender. <laughs> 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 Listen, that's way better than what it feels like is going to happen, which is that we're just going to become Fury Road. I think that I think I'm fine with that. First of all, I'm not going to live 50 more years anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I say, I say, fuck it, eliminate. Well, you it. won't get the pill. What pill? You know, the everlasting pill. Which mm, <laughs> women only apply. <laughs> Hello, I am a lady. I'm here to get this pill. My name is Chris Sandra. Um, can we see your gender card, please? Um, it's tucked in here in my vulva. In your vulva? Mm-hmm. Just a little coin purse I keep between my legs. <laughs> All right, but we're going to need to see it. Like... Oh, it's there. <clears throat> Wait, where's your labia again? It's down it's under near my balls. I mean, my <laughs> labia menorah, which burned for eight days. When Katie? <clears throat> Take him to the pit. There's <laughs> 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 just a bunch of dudes in drag down there. No! Sorry. That's all right. But at least I know now how to be prepared for when that happens. I know what your line of questioning is going to be. So. Mm, well, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to mix it later on. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, don't, I don't appreciate it. I'm going to try to like trap you. So, Is there anyone, and you don't have to say who, yeah. is there anyone that you've had on your podcast... Where you were super excited to have him on, and afterwards you were like, oh, not so great. Yes. But you don't have to say who. <laughs> yes, but um, but actually, for the most part, people have been pretty incredible. And I think part of it is, you know, I, I think the acceptance of, like, coming over to my house and agreeing to do it is is... So I think that most of our guests already have the feeling of, like, all right, we're in for whatever this weird adventure and then um like I, I think that I try to like beat up on Sim enough so <laughs> then people feel comfortable. They feel comfortable. Once she sees that she can attack me and it's okay to attack but me. It, but it has then... yeah sorry Sim I'm no. gonna cut you off. No but I it's just, it's just like that. It's just like that. Just like that exactly. He like tries that. to express his right. true self and you're like yeah, shut up I'm yeah, not talking. Yeah, right. How did you guys become friends? We um, met uh, at a bar through mutual friends. Uh, my background is film production. I used to be a movie producer for a while before this turned into this wild ride. Um, but yeah, we met at a bar like 16 years ago. We've never worked together, but we've always stayed friends. Do you remember Lake Colonial? Oh, yeah, right on next Melrose, to the Sophie Tell. Uh, no. No, no, no. It was on Melrose and Robertson, right next to the Starbucks back in like 2000. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Vietnamese right. restaurant. Then upstairs, there was like a it was like a lounge, like a hot bar. I lounge. never. I don't think I ever went in there. 
but I know yeah, it. Was a I knew it. Man well, you could have met us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cool enough to go. Didn't have that like blue neon lettering that said La Coronia. Yes, yes, you're right. I was drove by there and I thought, what a fancy ass place. I'm not fancy enough to go in there. Yeah, but we used to hang out there all the time. That was a, that was our spot yeah. for like a year. Yeah, we had a big group of friends, and Sim and I became friends. We've seen each other through like multiple relationships, divorces. It's oddly, we're we talk about this a lot on the podcast. How we're like a heterosexual friendship that has lasted, and how kind of odd that is because you know how the whole thing of like can men and women be friends. I saw when Harry met Sally. And what'd you think? The great movies. Totally I tough. thought so too. So good. I'll have what she's having. An uh, orgasm in a uh, deli. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, no, but but we talk a, a lot about this because it does feel rare that we we've, we've been able to be, and we think that we've seen so many of each other's flaws. That's probably what it is. Maybe. But we just get along. We just really get we along. You make really me laugh on. so hard. You're the funniest person I know. Thanks, and it's Sam. it's just it's just a real treat to be able to do this with her. Seriously. To be able to work with one of your best friends, there's That's nothing so better. Nice. I wish so. I knew what that felt like. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you wait, how long have you two been together? Uh, as working Katie partners. I used to work for Corolla. Okay. And then just kind of, I guess, you know, wanted a bit of a change. And so Adam called me and he was like, eh, you should talk to my friend Katie. She works for me. <laughs> and, uh, that was good. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, okay. Because I was just kind of starting to do podcast stuff then. And for the first year, I mean, I did it myself. And I began to not enjoy that. And, uh, yeah, so we met and Katie came on board. And so she produces, like... Everything for us now. Do you have female friends outside of your? Oh, absolutely! Life? A lot of my friends are female. One of my best friends in the world, April Richardson, is just one of my favorite people in the world, and she's tours with me, and I adore her. Yeah. But don't you? Do you ever feel like this is not that it's odd necessarily, but that it's an oddity, like that a lot of. It, it it does it feels unusual. I feel like if I, and I don't I I don't mean this to sound as arrogant as it's going to sound, but I feel like if you're a grown up, like it's not weird, right? Because you can appreciate someone on a human level, regardless of their gender. And and she legit like you said, April makes me laugh so hard. Right. And um, I don't know. We're I mean, just... you know somebody for so long, like yeah. I, I, like now, if we had just met now. It would, it would probably yeah it would be it'd be different it'd just be different because yeah. we wouldn't trust each other exactly whatever, but no yeah <clears throat> I mean but I'm also you know I'm not 22 anymore so it right. doesn't maybe that, that maybe that you is you don't want to bone anymore I mean I just I'm done <laughs> I get it okay I get it <laughs> what do you think like yeah what are the worst adjectives like verbs or what, what, like for having sex because I really do love saying boning um, boning might be the best. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's pretty good because it. But look at Sim trying to think. He's try- like, please shut up, Honor. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what though? That is uh, that is referring to sexual encounter as uh, as uh, that does put a male spin on it though. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, but all of it does. Maybe we should call it low job, gining, boning, gining, gining, gining. Yeah, I'm totally gonna gine this like, guy. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna jine. We jined. We totally jined. Wait, wait. I like it. What if it? What if it's like I'm gonna cave him? (laughs) (laughs) We totally caved. We totally caved. caved. Yeah, I'm gonna cave this dude. Yeah, cave the shit out of this dude. Yeah, we caved. Jupone? Uh uh. I'm gonna cave him. Caved. (laughs) Yeah. 
I like that. I I, I always pref- I always tend to think clinical terms are funnier. So it's like let's have intercourse. Like I, that to me always. It is funny. funny. Yeah. That funny. Uh, uh, and my wife is uh, very understanding. When she says. Well, when, now when, I'm going to tell her to use "jine" as a, as a verb or "cave." Um, I'm going to cave. I'm going to cave that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like you're going to consume all of him, though. Okay, great, great. Okay, as long as we're on the yep, same page. I, hey, you, yep, hey, no, but, hey, but, mm-hmm, yep. Might be a big, be. might be <laughs> big old cavern. <laughs> you don't know, do you, Chris? <laughs> I know, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, I, I think uh, I think we should start spreading that. Nah, that's a bad term. I think we should start disseminating that into uh, the popular vernacular of our cave? time. Cave and Jine. Cave and Jine. Cave and Jine. So we can start this right now? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. Because, you know, boning is really, yeah. I mean, it's over. Fun it's term, but, what but would you, you had your time. What you had would you guys actually boning. say? You guys wouldn't say that. Like, if you're talking about, like, a girl. Let's I, say I, would, I would be respectful and say I, I slept with her. Oh, fuck you. I would, I would say have se- I, had, I had sex. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no you yeah. guys are trying to get laid with a girl, like a few girls that are at the bar. Sure. You're single. Yeah. Like, what would you say? Like, oh, dude, I want to, like, tap that tonight or what? No, I, you know, here's the thing. I, I don't, ha- I don't have, like, a, I don't have, like, a strong guy vernacular. And when guys start talking like that, I immediately Me too. Shut I shut off. Me too. Because I don't I'm the same know. way. I mean, I was primarily raised by my mom. And so I just yeah. don't, you know, and it was my later years I developed a close relationship with my, with my dad. Uh, I mean, he was around for the early part of my life, but then... But I was primarily raised by my mom, and so I just feel weird. Like, anything that's, like, tap, hit, like, it's just, I would never, Mm -hmm. and I'm not just saying this because there's a microphone here, I don't talk that way. I would say I had sex with someone, or I hooked up with someone, or we made out, or, like, you know, because I'm on happy days. Uh, (laughs) But I, but I would never just say, like, I bone, I would never say I boned this chick. Like, even saying that makes my fucking skin Chris Hardwick. What? Hey, what's up? I'm so glad you came out to meet me tonight. Oh. Thanks so much. Sure. Hey, see that cute little redhead over there? Mm-hmm. I really want to tap that shit. What? You're going to join that? <laughs> <laughs> You're totally going to join that. I don't know. I honestly don't know what to say or when guys... I remember one time um, I, my st- I went to play golf with my stepfather and some of his buddies, and they were talk- they were throwing around the term like... Getting pussy, and I was I like I I had a like a visceral re it was like so visceral. But why? Because it just feels oh okay it just feels so like ugh and I had nothing to contribute and I just did, I couldn't say anything. Wait, I gotta know like what what like what do you mean like so like I gotta get that pussy? Yes, like, yes, yes. I'm yes. looking forward to getting that pussy. Getting that p- or like oh look at that like beer cart handler or whatever. You guys are playing <laughs> golf, right? Uh, oh, oh, I want to I want to um, engage with that pussy. Like, like engage with that pussy <laughs> is so formal. That's like a part of a Geneva, like the G20 summit. Uh, we're going to engage, engage with, with the that pussy. pussy. But you know, like my, my friend.
friend Jonah Launch. Ray. Launch. Engagement. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Jonah Ray always launches into a, oh, yeah, we're going to get all the pussies. We're going to get all the pussies. <laughs> and so, like, pluralizing it makes it funny and it's yes. sort of a way to ridicule It's that, all funny. Yeah. That, it's, that, yeah. That, that, pussy is really, it's funny. I think pussy is a great word. It's a wonderful word. I think it's word. a wonderful word. But I just think, but, but, but using it that way really upset, it really upsets me. And I don't know if it's being raised by my mom or what it is but it just I, I don't connect well with like dude bros I don't connect well with them I just gotta know like because you know what you know what it is though I think Chris is that I think it's that it comes from a lack of creativity with the genesis of like some of the people you were talking about using a word like that pussy which is something I love especially when it's used creatively right or at least in like a funny term right at least in a place where i can own it or whatever but when people use it uncreatively in an obvious way then it it feels like man well it's it's like really, you it's... just like you totally you you uh i I expected this from you, and you delivered. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's—I think that it's—you know—people will try. People will say and do things to form an immediate support structure to make themselves feel better. And unfortunately, sometimes that is to demean. It, there's like a bully thing of like, ah, we're you know. So it is a power play. It's a douchey power play. But yeah, my friends and I, my friends and I just don't talk that way. In fact, April is talks more that way than I than I do. I mean, I remember when when I, when I was you know before I met my current wife, I was in between relationships, and I was you know I was just being all sad and weepy and all Radiohead about it, and uh, and she was like, "Yo, you I just you just need to get your d wet," and I'm like, "April." Because <laughs> what a wonderful relief, though, right? It yeah. must have felt like, "Oh my god, this is a person I love," because. Oh yeah, well I mean yeah, but we were already we were already really good friends at that point. But it's you know it's funny to hear her talk that way because it's really how she talks. It's not put on. Did you feel um, like having female friends and, and being close with your wife has, as you're getting, you know, as you mature, getting older? Yes, but but has shifted your perception of women completely, or how do you feel? Because Sim is, we've talked a lot about oh, this. Yeah. No, I mean, since working was a with... was total dick before. I was not. No, you weren't. You were very nice. No, I just feel like I would much I rather... I, I prefer I, working I with women now. I, the bus, what yeah, the fuck no, can I, I do? <laughs> I know. My mom was just very... I was about to give you a compliment, by the way. My mom was just very much... Like, she was very much about being respectful, and you could not... She did not allow people to talk down to her. And so I... And she still, you know... And she doesn't let people treat her like shit. And, and and I don't know. She just taught me to be respectful of people. I don't know. It just feels it just feels mm-hmm. weird. To, it does feel weird. Just, You're uh, totally right. It feels weird. And I'm Completely. sure when I was in my in college, I probably went through a period where I was posturing and I tried to, all it was. to do that stuff. And it didn't feel right. And, you know, and then I, you know. And then I had to mask it all with booze, and because I wasn't being who I am. Were and, you, you this know. guy? 
What's up, girl? Never. I was never what's up, girl. <laughs> I know. Girl I didn't guy. think I you were. never what's up, girl. You know, I, I'll tell you the type of guy I was. I was the guy who brought a juggling bag to, to, to school because I thought people would think it was cool. Hey, Jen. Hey, guess what? The juggling guy's here. <laughs> Look at all the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're not going to even believe it. It's, he's so good. Sploosh. Oh, my gosh. Chris, Chris, juggle. Oh, my God, juggle. Jen, you're not going to even believe it. Yeah, was, that was that guy. Or I was a guy who, because comedy was so much a part of my language, and I assumed, like, well, everyone knows every stand-up special, you know, so, like, try to communicate with people through comedy, but which in, in high school... You know, kids are just more, it's just so much posturing. You know, yeah, I, I never, I always tried to, every time we moved, I always tried to be cool, fit in oh. for like a month, and then I just, I just devolved back into That's a thing, though, like moving, right? That is why you're here, <laughs> right? Like, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, the reinvent, like having to reinvent yourself, like, and. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I feel like um, I don't understand that point of view. And I guess maybe it's and I and I grew up in the South too, which was very I was very counter culture for the immediate culture that I was around. Not not to be disparaging against Tennessee, but there was a lot. There's a lot of like good old boys and a lot of oh boy, come Dear on. Dear diary, once again, Chris Hardwick is insulting a quarter of a country. <laughs> <laughs> What? What Never mind. No, I'm not saying. What were you writing in your diary? Nothing. nothing. I mean, your mouth wasn't moving, but I oh heard your voice as I you were writing. Love it was being so here crazy. So much. Go on. Uh, okay. What else were you saying? Well, Juggling and whatnot. <laughs> I can't believe you bring this giant tome around with you. I'm not doing you anything. Well, you're writing. I'm sorry. I know how to write. Book. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm taking notes on like. I wish you didn't know how to write, Anna. <laughs> I just wish you didn't know. Yeah. Turns out I was an English major. <laughs> Fuck. University oh, of Washington. Shit. Oh my God! Husky State School. Fuck you. Oh. D- <laughs> Were you an English major? Were you a lit major? That's fun. Oh God. That's fun. Well, if only it was. Yes. Yeah. Are you using your degree? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I've been using. You're going to make your kid go to school, college, or are you going to be like, don't, don't. What do you think? Should I? I feel like we're coming, we're in this age of like, eh, hey, you don't need to go to college. It doesn't really matter no. anymore, right? Yeah. I think it was interesting for um, the, a sort of lukewarm, a tepid version of reality. It's like you have some responsibilities, but not all the responsibilities. Because, you know, you like homework is not the worst thing that you will ever have to experience, you know? And in this town, like, does anyone care about I don't about think anyone cares about where you went to school. No. no one has ever asked me. Like, it's never... I kind of wish I had started working four years earlier, me too. to be honest. Me too. I would have been hotter. My tits would have been <laughs> perkier. <laughs> Fuck. Mine too. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Oh, my balls would have been school. amazing. <laughs> Just yeah, perfect. Chris's balls would have been tight. Like a clutch purse. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. All the good ball years yeah. gone. Think of all the money we could have made, Mom and Dad. Thank you yeah. very much. I'm so glad you sent me to school. Seconded here, honest <laughs> Mom and Dad. I love you, Mom. I love you, my mom. I love you too, Mom and Dad. And I also love are you, Chris's Mom and Dad. Are they listening to the podcast? Oh, I'm sure they will. Do they listen to your podcast? 
No, I've told them not to. <laughs> Do you know they can't listen to it? I duck up. Like my vagina all the time. They can't listen to it. But but do you, do you think there's a part of your mom that would secretly be like, <laughs> no, Sim saying no. They're pretty straight laced. Yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, I know that she's proud. Like with when I got Scary Movie and Scary Movie came out, she was so embarrassed that uh, she didn't tell any family members. Um, and eventually, like four or five years later, she sort of came around and, and was, was, you know, and she's she's been very proud of, like, my my career since then or whatever. But, yeah, she's, she, um, she's, even though she's very politically liberal, she's very conservative um, with all that stuff and right. embarrassed Are they, when I talk about Is your family about, religious? No. Oh, okay. That's an odd thing. So you would think they would be with how conservative they are right. with their verbiage. Right, but verbiage. For, I, I, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was the English major, University of Washington, though, state school. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows if that's a real word. <laughs> I majored in lit. I minored in verbiage, yeah. y'all. So you grew up in Washington State. Yeah, I like Washington. You do. I do. Come visit us. Okay. Well, you're gonna open a a berry when, farm where, with a theater. I know. Where Where were you? Where have you been up there? Um, well, I've been to, obviously I've been to Seattle a bunch, I've been to Spokane. Um, <clears throat> for, for, just those two places. Okay. I've driven through Washington State. Oh, I love it when you drive through. <laughs> just try, just plowed right through that. <laughs> I love it when you use that hand gesture too. Yeah, just plowed right through that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plow through my hometown state. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. could pretty much do anything that way, and I think people would would listen to it. Take the i five, and then maybe take. I'm gonna the take I5. the i five. Oh, I'm fucking taking the i five. I'm gonna take it all the way. Oh, grapevine! Here comes the grapevine. Right through the Cascade Mountain, and then through the Pacific Crest Pass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not snow blocked. She's got to plow through all that snow. Uh, wait, wait, wait! You have to do that better. What? You just have to plow through that snow. You have to do better. So okay, just a you have to do porny. porny. Oh, am I like am I a dude yeah, in this porn yeah, or am yeah, I a lady yeah, in this porn? You have to say like I'm just gonna. Plow I'm gonna fucking plow through that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna plow through that snow. That's that's Fuck good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. But maybe elongate a little. Yo, baby, can I take these chains off my tires? I just can't really feel the snow. <laughs> oh, what if you freeze out there? That means I'm super hard. I'm so hard. I'm frozen solid. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Uh, please put the joint in the tire. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could just be an hour long podcast. Just that. <laughs> just like boring yeah. tire change. Yeah, just just like just reading oh, directions to people. Honey, where are the keys? Because I don't know, uh, it's getting cold in here and you didn't leave the heat on. Uh, oh, I want to turn on NPR. No, I feel like I- <laughs> Why, why, why? Oh, I want to listen to the book chat. Oh, so good. We didn't get to be done changing the tires. Now, I feel like we've gone from. I know, I'm so sorry. I feel like it's just pooping now. I know, I know. Do your, your listeners are going to hate me. No, they're not. Well, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. What? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like, yeah, but fuck them. 
Well, you know, either way. Hey, that's a good question. Is it, uh, do people, how do you take comments about your show? Like, do do people, I would imagine most people are very nice, and then are some for people like, For the most like, part, they're really nice. We've been the getting fuck some would great you do comments, that thing right. for? Yes. Oh, that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Guess I can't be honest. Can't please everyone. That's yeah, what we're can't. figuring out now. We can't please everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough giant to go around, you guys. <laughs> you can't please everybody. What did you do? What's what? What advice can you give us? Can I cry? No. Sometimes it. Uh, well, you know what it is. It's. I. I feel like I work hard to do it because you know there's things are busy and I do it because I love it and so of almost anything else that I do I think I take it the hardest because it is the most. I don't know. It's the most me that I am on anything. So I feel mm-hmm. I actually feel personally attacked. Yes. Or when people go, "Hey, it was yeah. dumb that you did X, Y, or Z," right. and I go, "But yeah. you weren't in the room, and so there is a whole exactly. layer of information that you don't have. Like when you you get really good at reading when people are going to stop talking or when they're uncomfortable or you read their body language or it's like, oh, I can push this way, but now I got to pull back a little bit. So when people go fucking you suck because you didn't do this it's like well there might have been a reason because i could tell the person was uncomfortable and i didn't want to so i do actually take it i do i do take podcast criticism the most personally of anything i listen yeah it's terrifying i mean so you should take it seriously too and just feel bad all the time (laughs) about every negative everything i I guess is the advice that i would give but you know but it actually it does it sort of pokes at the insecurities that we all have about no, but I hear what you're saying, like, because it is the most vulnerable in a way that I've ever been, which has been incredibly rewarding um, because it's been very liberating and it, it feels like sort of this weird creative forum that, you know, it feels there's a little bit of like a Wild West feeling about the whole podcast world in general. But yeah, but any so but any criticism is um it, yeah, it, well, it hits, well, yeah. It, it's harder because we, it's because it's ours. It's, it's, like, well, we we discussed this, and and Anna and I have always maintained that we're just going to do the show that we want to do because um, we have, we're not answering to anyone. No, and you should just do it as long as it's of fun. Podcasting because you can you get to do whatever you want to do, and and we never set out to become a huge podcast or anything or of that sort. We just wanted to have a good time, help people with their with calls, and and just do the show that we wanted to do. And if we do get criticism. We just—I mean, we, we, I think we're doing our best to kind of rush it off and like, okay, we're just going to yeah, continue doing I our know, thing. But it's hard. It know? is tough. Well, there's nothing. I don't. Criticism isn't. Criticism doesn't bother me as long. I think some people, most people, are very unaware of how they come off. So someone will go, it "Fucking sucks that you know." They, they go, "Hey, you don't have to say that that way." Oh, I'm not allowed to express my opinion. Like, yeah, you can. You can. You can course. express your opinion, but you don't have to be rude about it. You know, like, right? You know. That's not a way to start a conversation if you really have a legitimate criticism. Oh, maybe start with a question. Hey, how come this happened? Was there something strange and why did this happen exactly. this way? Oh, well, yeah, I totally know what you mean. I was nervous or this right. happened. Or this happened. But, you know, just like jamming your face. The problem is sometimes people will come at you. It's like they're angry at you because you didn't make a thing exactly the way they wanted it. And we're very mm-hmm. accustomed to getting things because of algorithms exactly the way sure. that we want them. And when we don't, we kind of can't deal with it. But it's when people treat you like something they didn't like about you is your fault. It's your fucking problem. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not. This is optional and you don't have to like it. You totally don't have to like it, but you don't have to be rude. And like the idea of, though, being heard. You know, people want to be heard. Yes. And and I want to be heard, so I can't fault them for that. 
Um, Do you feel heard? No. <laughs> now that you're 58 episodes yeah, in? something like that. 58? I thought you were going to say 58 years old. Class of 84. <laughs> <laughs> Call um, back. Call back. But yeah, but you know, I mean, pe- yeah, people want to be, we people want to be heard. And I, I don't blame them for that. But I do think that um, it's, it's just not something that I would do necessarily. I would never sort of like put in like a negative feedback towards something. Only, well, I don't have a, you know. But like if I if I didn't like Game of Thrones anymore, I probably wouldn't tweet at Game of Thrones and go, I'm not watching you anymore, right. Game of Thrones. I probably just wouldn't watch you anymore. Would, but yeah. that's just like, me. Exactly. Write Amelia yeah. Clark like a hate letter. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't write this, but fuck you and your dragons. Fuck your dragons. More tits. Do the dragons have a Twitter account? Because I'm going to fucking yell at the dragons. <laughs> I'm behind on Game of Thrones, by the way. I hope she still has dragons. She does? Spoiler alert, Deb. <laughs> <Yeah>. God. <laughs> I unfollow Deb. <laughs> Deb books the podcast. She's great. She all our guests. Thank you for happiness being here, Deb. So when am I? When am I coming on your show? When do you want to come? Anytime. Yeah, you when want. do you want to come? Oh You're do so you busy. You have Christmas? how many things do you have going on? Do you want to come? Yeah, there's a few. Um, I know. But but I, yeah, I can come on before I come on before Christmas. You Plus would do it, of yeah. course. I sense that we probably. Katie live in the Kerr same came on our town. podcast, by the way. That's all. Yeah, she, yeah, that's what right. If, She's your last episode. Yeah. What if we got you like a giant turkey leg that you could eat? Like the Renaissance Fair? Yeah. Well, I don't. Could it be like a like, like white meat? Oh, that's right. You don't eat meat. I do eat meat. I just Only don't like. I just don't like dark. Dark meat's too gamey for me. I mean, I could. You know, I would do it for you. I would do it for you. Okay. I would do it for you. <laughs> so I'm going to eat a turkey leg, which, by the way, people love listening to people eat on a podcast. I don't care <laughs> Uh, we found that out episode oh my God. 10. This is, there's going to be like six solid minutes of silence except for you. Chewing. Chris Hardwick eating a sloppy, A sloppy, greasy turkey leg. A Love huge it. turkey right. leg. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That's going to be so right. awesome. So we're doing it. We're going to do it. I'll eat a turkey leg on your Perfect. podcast. Do you want to talk about anything else when I come on or do you just want nope. to eat a turkey leg? Nope. <laughs> nope. I just want to hear Fair. like, I'll give you a napkin every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, take a turkey. This is how you used to walk. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna turn you into poop. Like, should I talk at it or just like? No, nope. no, no. Just I just want to hear like chomping, <laughs> some like licking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's darkness. Uh, I know. There's darkness. I know. I don't know where I can. I don't know. I don't know. No. It's not bad though. Really? Well, that's where the creativity comes from. The creativity comes from darkness because, you know, especially comedy is just a defense mechanism to... Uh, to. Oh, I see. You're my therapist. Yes. How have you been feeling since we last <laughs> never spoke? Um, can I be honest? Sure. Uh, I can Facebook stream this, right? Doctor? I thought that... Wait, yeah, that's cool. Okay, great. Let me just set this up. Um... <laughs> Yeah, keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, I guess... Um, and we're live. Something my dad said to me... Well, you're getting a lot of hearts. Yesterday. What? You're getting a lot of hearts and faves. <clears throat> Facebook. Keep going. What'd your dad say? Uh, yesterday he said that um, if I didn't start applying myself, that I was basically a loser 
in uh Emily McKendrick wants to know why did you cut your hair weird? <laughs> I'm sorry. You, what was that thing about your dad? <laughs> That's funny. That's like the the like the social media therapist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just putting everything on social media. Oh, the stream went down. Could you do that thing again about your dad? Could you tell that again? Let me just get this up and running. The network in here is terrible. I'm sorry. It's just um... terrible. Anyway, be sure to tag uh, Anna Ferris therapist. Uh, Thanks. Anna. I said Anna. Everyone That's calls you okay. Anna, I'm sure. You know, it's my parents' Anna, fault. Anna, Anna, Anna. Anna. It's my parents' fault. I, Anna, who are parents. you wearing? No one, because my name is Anna, you <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> I wish that I could correct people. I can't. Because it truly is my parents' fault. Anna, Christ. Anna and Christ. Yeah. I just called you. But wait, I know. But do you think, what do you think sounds, I mean, because my name is, I'm named after my great-grandmother, Anna from Germany, blah blah blah. But uh but I just think that Anna sometimes sounds a little bit softer than Anna. I like Anna. Anna's more I you know, Anna's is more regal and it's more mysterious. Cause someone here's here's what I'm sure happens a lot. Hey Anna, it's Anna. Anna, oh, where's that from? Well, it's yes, from but I Germany. never correct anybody because it feels so obnoxious. How could I do that? But it's your name. Yeah, but I know. But my parents did that to me. They spelled it like Anna. I need to accept the consequences. That so they should have spelled it A H N A Anna. They should have just named me fucking Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but I will always hold this against them. And therein lies the root of the problem. You've made a lot of progress in this Thank session. You so much, You're mad doctor. at your parents for their for for your name. And that's a good place to hey, start. Doctor. Favorite us on Twitter. And, uh, doctor, yes. wait, one last question. Mm. I was thinking about getting my pussy lasered. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I should? Or? Um, yeah, no, well, Is that science. what like, the guys want now? Uh, yeah, you know, guys are, it's 50 50 right now with the online poll. It's 50 <laughs> uh, 50. But we're going to keep taking votes. And whatever you say, <laughs> whatever the internet says is what Anna's going to do. Hey, Doc, why do you speak into a microphone when you give therapy? Because um, uh, I have a confession to make. I'm not really a doctor. I'm just a dude, and I'm just in this for all the pussy. <laughs> oh Every my God. Pussy. Yay! Yay! First rule of improv, don't deny. I denied. <laughs> I denied. I was not able to take the scene forward. I will never, ever, ever. What? Say never. All right, good. <laughs> when uh, do you drop new podcast episodes onto uh, the internet? Tuesday. Tuesdays. I like that term, drop. Sim, will you record that? I mean, just like note that. So yeah, we yeah. Can start I'm to start using drop terms, all the like time drop. now. Yes. Thank you. We're going to drop some new talk beats. <laughs> <laughs> For your ear holes on Thursday, Tuesday. Tuesday, and sometimes on Wednesday. We do two-parters. Like, when you come on, we'll do a two-parter. Because I'm sure we're going to be on for a while with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking marathon. Just like a nine-hour. I won't leave. <laughs> we don't want you. I'm going to uh, go we, through. We, we, we not only want you, to leave. you yeah. not Go ahead. Leave. Tell him. But, unfortunately. Hope you got a lot of turkey legs. You won't be able to leave. I hope you have a lot what are you gonna? What are you going to do to him? You know what I'm going to do to him. I won't be able to leave because the turkey legs, because the Rohypn, the uh, the I almost said Rohypnol, the tryptophan. <laughs> Maybe you'll put Rohypnol in there as well. I don't know. I don't know what you, you put sure in your don't. turkey legs. You sure don't. 
but I'll play. I'll come play. on over. Come on over. Come on over. <laughs> what is there anything else you want to promote? Do you want to promote? No. Show? Okay. Uh, yeah, mom. mom. Yeah, mom's coming back on um, October twenty seventh. I'm. I love the show that I do, and uh, I love Allison Janney. And we're, it's actually going to be a really great season. I'm really excited for it. Um, and uh, this, you know, our ridiculous podcast, Anna Ferris is unqualified. Thank you so much. Chris. I think it's pronounced Anna. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Anna Ferris is unqualified. Thank you so much, Crass Hardwick. <laughs> I am crass. Um, Thank you, Sime. This has been so wonderful. Um, yeah. Thank you for opening up our podcast eyes. Please. I, I, I Honestly, if you have any podcast questions, I, we, we can close. I can, I can give you any other, any other questions you have about it. You're, you're a legend. You no. do realize that. You're a yes. podcast legend. No, I've just been doing it a long time. I just won't stop. Uh, but... 800 and some episodes it's in. It's unbelievable. If there's any other guys. episode. That's amazing. Yeah, I said that so you'd say that. Um, if there's any other thing I could tell you. So I told you, like, never be afraid of someone. Uh, and I think that's all I told you. What do you do when someone uh, cancels last minute and you have to record something? You put them on your list of people that you will crush someday. Uh, or you just have to be flexible. Is the other thing. Gotcha. You just have to be flexible. That doesn't happen very often. We're pretty. We're pretty fortunate oh, that way. Because you're. Because you're brilliant. No, I think it's. I think what happens it. is, we are in this place now where we're on a lot of like press schedules, mm-hmm. and so those schedules are really, yeah, they're very tight. tight, and so people, it's just part of their press day. Yeah. Will you say tight again? Super tight. Their schedules like, are so tight. Tight. Like so tight. <laughs> You get tight. like two fingers in this schedule. It's like super tight. There's <laughs> like two of them. I don't know who this character is, but I hate it. Um, one of the first guys I dated had a super, super, super tight taint. How is a taint tight? So the distance between the base of his balls and his butthole was like so tight. Oh my god, he must have been. He was a medical anomaly. I mean, that sounds terrible. How did it he not shit on his balls so all the time? Awesome, <laughs> the tightest taint in the world. But it's not a brag. I, oh my god! I, no, I would be but immediately if you saw apologizing it, for that. No, if you, I know this if you is saw weird. It, it was so hot. No, it would not be at no, all. No, but once you've seen like the tightest chain in the world, no, it would just be like <laughs> it is. It like I feel like sort of a game changer. If you had that as a joke, you'd have to. I feel like as a joke to someone, you'd have to pull your balls away from your butt as you said, "Lazarus, come out!" <laughs> like I feel like that'd be the only thing you could do with that. He was not into Shakespeare, though. Like <laughs> okay, he just had this super tight taint. tight taint. Super tight taint. Wait, maybe that should be the name of our band. Super tight taint, or just tight taint. Okay, tight taintium. Tight taintium. Tight taintium. Still taking it. It's sort of taken away from my ex. Super tight taint. Super t- no, just tight taint. Tight taint. I'm sorry. I'm such a dictator. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's your band. I don't even know why I got to vote on this. To be honest, I mean, I Wait, what was... instrument do you want to play? Melodica. Fuck you. I mean, <laughs> of course nobody knows what that the fuck yes, that is. Yes, they do. Nobody knows what it is. They what is that? Know what a melodica is? Do you know what it is? It's like a it's like a harmonica type thing. No. No, I have no idea then. It's like the ma- it's like a keyboard that you blow into, oh, and it yeah, sounds yeah, like an accordion. Yeah. But instead of br- compressing air with your arms, you blow into it. So wait, why is your podcast called The Nerdist? 
Um, Sweet, come on. I don't Give me some skin. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my mom that you're making fun of me, and she's gonna. Hey, that's up. cool. You know, I'm just gonna be playing jazz. <laughs> what? You know, stand up bass. Or are whatever. you in tight taint? <laughs> you guys are great. Tight, tight taint in the yeah, Giants. Sim, sim, it does sim, sound like a great name. Sim, yeah. what, are you, what are you playing that's gonna make us cool? Uh, what's the piccolo? Isn't there an instrument called the piccolo? Yes, it's oh a very God. small flute. Yes, it's like a flute, right? Piccolo? A piccolo is like it's a very I very we small were the flute. Asshole band. Uh, okay, so what do you want to play? I, I thought already like I told like stand up like a stand up bass. Bass, just be, like, gotcha. Electric bass. This is not a cool band at all. No, I know. So the band has a piccolo, a melodica, and a stand up bass. Yes, that you were playing, and it's called tight taint. Your hands were so far apart. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have two stand-up bases? Well, I thought for a minute that I could be like the sexy girl playing the cello with like her, you know, the, that big thing where it's like her legs are spread apart. Oh, right, right, like, right. Uh, uh, and she's from Poland and she's like, uh, uh. <laughs> and everyone falls in love with her. But, so uh, specific. Uh, <laughs> you have a unique. Well, come ex- on. Okay, yeah, you're right. We were all thinking it. We were all thinking it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Anna Ferris, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Sim, you Sarnet, so thank you so much, being Chris. Here as well. uh, Katie, got to put you back Katie, out on the street. I'm so sorry. Katie, thank you so Your much. Your parents are worried. I'm going to call them. I apologize for like being so tedious and horrible. And... No, not at all. Katie's been putting up with us for six years at this point. So she's, you're a dream, believe me. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Enjoy your burrito. Ooh, Chris, thank you so much. Thank you. I like that last. Enjoy your burrito. Melody. That's how we sign off. We say enjoy your burrito. That's our, that's our sign off. That's our she, You know, she eats burritos like three nights a week from Baja Fresh. No, no, no. Paquito Mas. That's right. Chicken burritos three nights a week. What are you doing? Spying on me? <laughs> <laughs> Quick! I'm just saying that. Hello, Harvey Levin. Have I got a scoop for you? (laughs) Put down your sippy cup. It's It's a little odd, right? No, not at all. I I used to eat three times a week. I used to eat Baja Fresh like five nights a week. Really? Yes. Oh my god! Until my stomach lining started to (laughs) melt. It's an efficient way to get deliciousness into your stomach so you can do other things. That's right. Okay. It's Makes all sense. wrapped up. It's right there. You just pick it up and eat it, and then you're done. I stand correct. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought it up. What, I apologize. What's your efficient food? I'm, I, I love In-N-Out. That's not efficient. In-N-Out. It takes like 40 minutes. That's true. It does. You're right. There. It's not efficient. Completely. It's good, but it takes <sighs> forever. So right about that. Epilogue. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free Right now on Wondery Plus.